Hi, and welcome to the Imaginal Podcast. This is a place that protects and explores what we need to actualize our uniqueness. And like the caterpillar, who carries its butterfly blueprint in its imaginal cells all the way to the chrysalis and then melts into liquid before it transforms. We too have an inner knowing that can tell us how to make our wings. And here's your host, life coach and consultant, Lori Sauce, who goes most commonly by her nickname, Sauce. Hey, welcome back to the podcast. It's Sauce. Today, Leslie Page is back. After last week's episode, we thought that it would be meaningful and important to dig a little bit deeper into what might keep someone back from sharing their gifts. And so today's conversation is centered around the idea of what might be keeping you back from sharing your gifts. And I think one reason that we wanted to go a little bit deeper into this terrain is because we can know things in our mind. So last week's episode, which you can go back to if you missed it, but it's not that vital which order you listen to it. So last week we were exploring gifts and trying to understand what are all the different things that your life might have to offer? And then are you contributing those gifts in the ways that you want to and in the ways that are meaningful to you as you consider just life and the meaning of it, not to get too existentially deep. But I think a lot of us will come face to face with those ideas in in some of our quieter moments as we ponder, what do I have to offer? And am I offering it? And in talking about that last week, it was really meaningful to my heart just to think about the possibilities that your life and my life have to offer. But There are times that we are held back and there can be a lot of different reasons, whether they're emotional things, whether they're old stories, time constraints, perceptions of ourselves, etc. And it's it's even possible to note in our head, yeah, those things, they shouldn't keep us back. I'm I think that's silly that those things would keep me back from sharing something. Yet we can continue not sharing. And so today the intention is Let's really question what might be keeping you back from sharing the things that you would really love to share and the things that would be so helpful to others, that would be impactful to society, and that would continue to create a world that is a better place because of the fact that you are here. I know that sounds a little bit cheesy, but it's really not either, you know? So, Leslie, if you haven't met her yet, she is beloved. She's thankfully become a regular co-host and someone that I turn to often because I think that she always has something really meaningful to say and she's incredibly relatable and she has a lot of life experience and she is just someone who has the truest heart and a really inviting personality and she's funny and deep and oh, it's just so many things. I'm going to leave all of her accolades, which are so long, in the show notes. But just to say, if this is your first time meeting Leslie, she is a professional singer, songwriter, and music and dance teacher. And she has shared the stages with so many different people. And her music has touched lives around the world. She has toured with Joe Walsh from the Eagles, 
She has shared stages with people like Brad Paisley and Luke Bryan, Paul Rogers, so many, Keith Urban. Like I said, I'll list them in the show notes, but she has traveled both literally and metaphorically so many places in her life. And it's from those robust experiences that she is able to bring so much to this conversation. Our hope is that as you listen, you will be able to really consider the gifts that you bring and just check in and see, are there things that are unnecessarily keeping you from sharing your gifts? And if so, how can we dismantle that and bring your gifts to all the people who would love to benefit from them? And also just to contribute to a world which can sometimes feel a bit consumptive, how can we be people of contribution and of sharing? So I hope you enjoyed my conversation with Leslie Page and thank you for considering the gifts that you have and thank you for the ways that you already bring them to the world. And I hope too that this might encourage you to bring even more of yourself forward. Okay, here is my conversation with Leslie Page. Hey, everyone. I'm here with Leslie Page. Hello, everybody. Today, Leslie and I want to talk about what's holding you back from offering your gifts to the world. And that definitely has a tie-in to the last episode we did together. Leslie, I guess when we think about offering gifts to the world, what does that even mean, would you say? Uh, I think it means having a mindset and intention of like, whatever it is that you have that's been gifted to you, whether that's um, kindness to strangers, hospitality, or maybe it's art or music, whatever the gifting is. And I mean, we could go into a whole nother podcast on all the possible ways that, you know, and probably not even cover a 1% of the giftings that we have, but having the, the heart to want to give. Mm. Oh, having the heart to want to give whatever it is that you have or use whatever it is that you have rather than maybe not even knowing you have a gift or understanding that maybe you have a gift or a strength in an area, but never using it. Yes. Yes. So in the last episode that we did together, we talked about the idea of finding your gifts or being aware of what your gifts are. And so if you're interested in that, I'll link that in the show notes. But once you know what your gifts are, what I think is so simple but profound is what you just said is gifts are forgiving. Mm -hmm. Forgiving, like two words. (laughs) I suppose (laughs) gifts can forgive as well. Um, But I know that hesitating to give those gifts away or show them can be sometimes really challenging. And I see that in my work with people, and I I've, I say this all the time. I see it in myself. You know, I see it all over the place, because there are things that hold us back. Mm-hmm. For you, what would you say are things that could hold people back? Oh, I was just talking to my therapist about this yesterday, actually, mm. um, because you know, as a singer, when I'm doing a job, and my job is to sing, I have no problem singing and giving my gift. Like I know it's coming. I know that's what I'm doing. I try to keep in mind that this is a gift that I've been given. 
and that shifts sort of my mindset about the the entire experience of say whatever that gig is it allows me to just sort of relax and be more into it but one thing that trips me up is when people put me on the spot mm. when i'm not in a work environment say i'm sitting at a restaurant with friends and you know they get talking with some other people and somehow it comes up that i'm a singer and then all of a sudden one of my friends or my mom or whoever will say Hey, just sing a little bit of that song. Sing a little bit of a song. Oh, I bet people do that all the time. All the time. And it trips me up for so many reasons. But I think ultimately, when I'm not in a space where I'm prepared to mm -hmm. use that thing, my insecurity comes in because it might not be perfect. Say I'm at the restaurant and I'm having dinner with friends and I'm having some wine and I right. don't drink when I, I don't drink when I sing. It messes up my throat. And then I start internalizing that I'm not ready or I'm not prepared to be excellent. Yes. Whereas my excellence and my expectation for myself is far greater than what most people would even consider. You know, most people say, gosh, like this is your worst. You're saying this is you're at your worst right now. This sounds better than a lot of people at their best. But that still doesn't take away my insecurity. And I think ultimately it's insecurity or feeling unworthy, like what gift do I even have? Like, and, and even in the things that I know I excel at, I can still stop myself from sharing out of fear of not being perfect. And that, I mean, that's a whole nother wormhole of, you know, why do I feel the need to present myself as perfect in every single aspect of my life when, you know, I've been given this gift and I should just think of it as like, gosh, if I had a whole pizza, I couldn't eat the whole pizza. I'd want to share it with whoever was around me. Mm. You know, I, I, mm -hmm. why am I going to keep this all to myself when this is something that makes other people feel good? It makes people feel happy. Why would I want to not do that? Because I'm not thinking about them. I'm thinking about myself. So, and so I think ultimately the power in us being able to give our gifting is to understand why we're giving it. It's not yes. about giving something in order to get an accolade on the backside. It's sharing your gift because you know it's going to make somebody feel good. And whatever comes from the other side, it really doesn't matter because it's about the act of sharing, not an ulterior motive of sharing. Yes, yes. Or I might just, I think you said this already, so I might just agree with it too. Or like this insecurity is like, am I worthy of singing? Am I good enough? Whatever that is, it doesn't have to be singing. But I think we do a lot of comparison and I don't think social media makes that any easier. Mm -hmm. We're looking around to see like, does what I have, is that good enough? Mm -hmm. And we're comparing ourselves to other people, forgetting that uniqueness. And then we even can get into those practice loops like, oh, I've got to be good enough before I can share something or just that self-doubt, which then just comes and steals all of your spaciousness and it becomes so oppressive and it becomes about proving and getting to that perfectionistic point. But like you said, your worst is better than other people's best. And I just made best a plural word. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that exists. It makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> we make up words here. We make up words and I'm not ashamed of it. Just um, So that loop of insecurity I think keeps the gifts hidden, right? Like you were just saying that too. It's not just me that thinks that, yeah. but it keeps them relegated to a place of silence and we lose that 
joy of giving and sharing. Right. And it almost, you know, negates the gift in general. It's almost like, say you really, you know, okay, I always go back to like swords. I don't know why, because back in the day, everybody had swords, right? That was their weapon. That was their thing that they took care of because for whatever reason, you know, you've been given this gift of a sword, but then it just sits on the mantle. Oh, yeah. Like the China. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, why do I even have this beautiful thing? China, another example, or like beautiful glassware or whatever, like I'm going to save this for a special occasion or I'm just going to, oh, it's too pretty to even be released. Mm -hmm. But then it just sits in a box in the dust. And what a waste, you know? Yes. Um, Another issue that I've run into in my life, and this happened a lot more when I was younger and I was first starting to really sing in front of people, is I would also get hit with judgment on the other side or jealousy. You know, I think sometimes people don't want to share because they're afraid they're going to be seen as being arrogant or bragging about their gifts. Yes. And I remember growing up and my mom was raised this kind of the same way. So this was why she responded the way she did. But I remember when I was young and I was talking to her and I, and I said, and I didn't say it in an arrogant way, but I, it was just a very self-realization way of, I actually, I think I'm really good yes. at, at singing. I think I'm really good. And she immediately said, oh no, don't say that. You don't oh, want people to think right. that you're arrogant. And then to have that be said, and of course that wasn't her intention to cover me, you know, or put me down in any kind of way. But she had also been grown up around musicians and saw the arrogant singers walking around like divas. And so she was obviously trying to teach me humility. But in those words, the way I took it was, oh, I can't, I can't share this. And then when I would, to then have people react with jealousy, it just sort of reaffirmed, oh, maybe I shouldn't be putting myself out there like this. Or maybe I should, I'm better as a background singer, or maybe I'm better, I should just be, you know, in the recording studio where no one can really know that it's me. And which then caused fear, you know, that I'm now starting to break out of and starting to try to put more things out, expose myself a little bit more and show what I can actually do. But there's always this fear, of course, of some sort of backlash of like, what are the other singers going to think? Or am I going to be hit with love and grace and appreciation? Or am I going to be hit with criticism or jealousy and oh oh she's just showing off or you know those thoughts legitimately come into my head and I know it's all based on nothing true other than just a few experiences but that's not a generalization that I need to project onto everybody and I think we do that we we project our experience onto the entire world mm-hmm. and then and then we negate our own gifting by not validating it ourselves and not acknowledging it for ourselves and being instead of being like, no, this isn't to show off. This is to share. This is not to be boastful. This is to give this incredible gift. If you had the ability, we should just be giving our all. Imagine if the entire world shared. Exactly. Yes. What would that even look like? Yes. Yes literally like the heartbeat of why I wanted to start this podcast because I feel like so many gifts are dormant and we've attached it to something that we heard when we were younger or it's sticky right like some of the beliefs that we hold and I actually would love to talk with you about this idea of 
maybe in another episode, this idea of how we prove narratives, old narratives or confirmation bias and those kinds of things. But what I want to say is, I know we have to wrap this episode, is that we often have these beautiful gifts and they are kept under wraps. And what you offered today were different ways in which your gift, which is an unreal gift, like your singing has impacted lives in the most in, like indelible and lasting ways. And to think that, you know, there would be messaging or reasons why you would be hesitant to share is, I think, right, goes right to the human condition living mm-hmm. in this world. And we compare ourselves or we doubt ourselves or like, like this other side of the coin too, where you don't want to be boastful. Like these are all reasons that we might keep ourselves from sharing things that are such gifts to the world. And so for you listening, as you listen to Leslie's example, what are the different things that you have heard from the past or beliefs that you've had that have kept you from feeling free to share those gifts? And I love the word share, Leslie. You've said that, you know, before, but sharing is a whole different intention. And that, I think, helps us to orient ourselves when we think about these gifts. It's not like, are we good enough or tapping into those old insecurities or is what I have worth something or will this make someone else feel like I'm boastful? Like those things keep us from sharing. And I think the intention of sharing is different than the self-doubt. Absolutely. And at the end of the day, how it's received is irrelevant mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. there's always going to be somebody who's not ready or not willing or not capable of receiving. But does yes. that mean we stop giving because we see that someone can't receive it when maybe it's not for them? Maybe it's for somebody else. Yes. But the judgment and the ex- expectation that it's going to be received by every single person is not realistic because not everybody has those same receptors. No, uh, you know, they're not even looking for that kind of gifting, you know, like some people could care less about music or it doesn't move them the way it moves somebody else. But maybe they're intrigued by somebody strong in the business world or somebody who has a new way of planting seeds or, you know, it's not going to be received by everyone. But that that shouldn't dictate what we choose to share. Yes. Oh, my gosh. I got so excited. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> my eyes got like five times bigger. <laughs> that was authentic. I loved it. <laughs> well, I'm not everyone's cup of tea and not everyone is going to like this podcast. Mm-hmm. But if I try to make a podcast that's going to please everyone in the whole wide world, it's not going to be anything. It's going to be this beige, mushy nothingness, right? Mm-hmm. And that's not going to mm-hmm. help anybody. And so believing that there's a reason for whatever it is that you want to share and that it it will reach the right people that it's meant Mm. to reach and that the you know the knocks that you take along the way or the um like the criticism or the comments that we see on social media as you know too like there's so here i am putting words in your mouth again (laughs) leslie sorry (laughs) um but so often that's resulting from their own projections or their own pain points and they just needed somewhere to vent it out. Mm -hmm. And so to protect ourselves from those things, 
would be so important. But mostly from my point of view, it's just like, oh, please do not silence your gifts. They are so valuable. They are so needful in our world. Yeah. You know? Yep. Yep. They're valuable. They're needed. And not everybody likes a steak. You know, not everybody totally. likes medium temperature steak. Some people like it blue. Some people like it charcoal. I prefer it charcoal. <laughs> I, I think about this in the restaurant I, you know, that I sing at. And, you know, I see how different people choose and eat different foods, mm-hmm. different food combinations, different drink combinations. And it's like, can you imagine if you went into a restaurant and all they served was lettuce? Right. Right. <laughs> this doesn't even make sense. You know, they're, you know, like you said, mm-hmm. there's, you're not going to be everyone's cup of tea. And if it's not their cup of tea, it's not personal. That's what I'm constantly telling myself, especially when I see people that are seated near me and they take one look at me and they want to be seated somewhere else. Oh no. Oh my gosh. And I think, okay, they're either have a hearing aid and it's too loud for them or they wanted a quiet evening, but it has nothing to do with me or my value. I'm still going to do my job and I'm still going to give my best. And the people that want to be seated near me are going to choose to sit near me, you know, and it's, it's fighting those negative thoughts. Yes. Yes. And we make them out to be so much bigger. I think we need to talk about this in another episode because we make it. (laughs) Okay. 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 So (laughs) let's move into anecdotal lightness because, oh, there's so many things I want to say right now, but let's move into (laughs) anecdotal lightness and things that are funny. I'm bringing this idea, not this idea, but I'm bringing this movie recommendation to this space. Wondering, I just asked Leslie before we hit record, Wondering if you all have seen Marcel the Shell with Shoes On. I was recommended this by my music teacher and dear friend, who happens to be one of my favorite people in the whole wide world. And I just, I just told Leslie to watch the trailer. But, oh, I think it was actually up for an Oscar. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Marcel. Oh, my gosh. He is a shell. He has shoes on. <laughs> no way. Really? <laughs> yeah. I don't want to give anything away. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so I, oh, I don't even want to uh, obviously give spoil anything, but I want to say like, oh, it's so delightful and it hits all the notes of what life is about and it just oh, it makes me smile so much and there's some parts in there that are so so cute and so funny. And there's some really touching parts too. I mean, it spans some of this sad sadness too, but oh my gosh. Yeah, Leslie, I just I have to say. Everybody's going to have to catch it. Yeah, check out the trailer. I will link the trailer in the show notes. And if it calls to you, you know, yeah, I think you'll know by the trailer whether or not it's your thing. It, if it's your cup of tea. <laughs> but, you know, Marcel is going to keep on going on as his shell self and mm-hmm. oh the cutest that is my m- momentary lightness or anecdotal <laughs> lightness now i've changed the title of the thing um, yeah so anyway leslie <laughs> thank you so much for being here and my pleasure how can people get in contact with you uh you can find me on my website that's lesliepage.com l-e-s-l-i-e-p-a-g-e dot com you can also find me on facebook instagram at leslie page music um, you can find me on Spotify, YouTube, Apple, iTunes, all the social media things. 
Yes, I recommend it. I gush about her music all the time. Definitely check out her music and just your great post. Just you being you is just the best. I don't know why I'm, I didn't mean to laugh about that. <laughs> just true it's though. Funny. Life it's is true. funny. Life is funny. <laughs> yes, I am hilariously on Instagram at Lori Sase, L-O-R-I-S-A-S-E, or my website, lorisase.com. If you think this episode might resonate for someone, we would love for you to send it to them because the more we can get our gifts out into the world, the better for sure. That's right. We hope you have a great week, everyone, and we will see you next time. Next time. Ciao.